Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Well, fentanyl. Fentanyl, of course, has become a real danger in this country. Uh, Fentanyl is a very, very dangerous, dangerous drug. Uh, a lot of it comes imported. It is 50 times more powerful than heroin and 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. About two milligrams is a potentially fatal dose for most people. And it, just to give you perspective, a teaspoon of fentanyl contains about 5,000 milligrams. So there have been a rising number of deaths related to fentanyl, drug two, poisoning. Two milligrams is like 10 to 15 grains of salt. That's small, how li- small amount. That's how little it takes to kill you. In 2021, a record number of Americans, uh, over 107,000, died from a drug poisoning or overdose, and 60% of those deaths can be attributed to synthetic opioids, such as fentanyl. Now, we're going to talk about what's happening out in Riverside County which was profiled in a recent story about what the DA there and the sheriff are doing to try to step up uh, prosecuting people who have uh, been involved in fentanyl dealing. Let's talk to Sheriff Chad Bianco. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff, how are you? Welcome again. I'm doing good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. So you've arrested 22 people in connection with fentanyl deaths since you uh, started this uh, war against the fentanyl. Uh, business in, in, in Riverside. That's just since uh, the beginning, what, 2021, huh? Yes, it, it's for about 18 months. So it was a little bit after 2021, uh, mid-year, somewhere around there is when we started. And yes, 22 people have been arrested for murder in their part play, in their part in supplying fentanyl to someone that died. Now, uh, it, it's supposed to be tricky to charge somebody who supplies a drug with murder i know they were trying to get a stronger law passed in sacramento but the uh idiot democrats refused to do it are are these prosecutions uh difficult to pull off 
They they are. They are extremely difficult. The laws are certainly not set up uh, to assist us in any way in in providing victims assistance and fam- their families justice. Uh, they're they're definitely set up for the suspects. And you are exactly right. We could not get anything passed uh, through our legislature that adds any type of a crime to uh, or a punishment for a crime to anyone. That that's just their agenda, and it's it's heartening or disheartening. I'm sorry. It's, uh, but these investigations, they're extremely difficult, they're extremely lengthy, and it's, it, it takes a lot, a lot of investigative detail to, uh, to get the evidence needed for our prosecutors uh, to be able to, to handle these cases and get them through court. What kind of evidence do you have to collect to get the well, district attorney I- to file a case for murder? There's I, I, I honestly I don't want to tell you everything that we have to get because I don't want uh, we're certainly making an impact here where where the people selling drugs know that if they sell drugs in in Riverside County and someone dies from it, that we are going to arrest them for murder and charge them and try them. Um, I will tell you that it is very, very uh, detailed and tactical investigation in in the things that we need to prove that they are the ones that supplied those drugs that killed the the individual that took them. Yeah, I see in this story that you said your county averages 80 to 100 homicides a year and you have 20 investigators. But when it comes to fentanyl, you got four investigators and a sergeant for 482 active fentanyl-related deaths countywide. That sounds like an overwhelming job. It, it is overwhelming. And I have to tell you that those 480 that they are actively pursuing – those are the cases that we have determined do have the potential of, of reaching the point where we can arrest someone for murder. That's not all of the deaths we have. That's not all of the people that are dying. It's just the ones that we have gone through that it, it looks on its face that we do have enough, and there is that potential to gather that important information that shows that that person is the one that supplied that, that drug. And they, it's, there's a lot of search warrants involved. There's a lot of interviewing involved. It's a it's a very detailed, tedious investigation that, quite honestly, that those numbers, just what you said, the the five guys, the one supervisor, four guys working nearly 100 cases each. It's it's overwhelming. Uh, OK, so what's what's the long term? Uh, what's, what's the long term? I don't know, program that we need here, a strategy. I mean, obviously, you need the cooperation of the state government, because there's no way you're going to be able to round up all these uh, fentanyl pushers that are killing people. You're, yeah, ne- you're it, never going to have the personnel. That's right. And so with what we have, we know that we know we can't go ask for more money to hire 100 more investigators. So we're having to multipurpose our deputies and our and our station investigators to assist with these investigations, to to handle interviews, to handle with the evidence gathering, to handle handle the forensic uh, you know, processes of, of electronic data and things like that. But in the end, it's going to take the state actually wanting to do something to stop the, the, the fentanyl deaths in this state. Um, our legislators are, are really doing a serious disservice to this state, and it's, there's, they should be being held accountable. It's amazing how little they care. You know, they have to adjust to this because this is a growing problem that's only come in the forefront in the last several years. They have to change the tactics and, and understand that, the, that, that fentanyl is really killing people. All right, look, can, I, can I ask you something? Because a friend of mine, her son, uh, at college— 
wanted uh, he was he was upset and jittery over something and wanted a Xanax and got a Xanax mm-hmm. from someone I don't know who. The Xanax was mm-hmm. laced with fentanyl and he nearly died. He had to be rushed yeah. to the hospital. Is, the, the, a story like that, is that common among the people you have found who died of fentanyl, that they were trying to get some other kind of pill, maybe more innocent? And uh, One, Yes. So that, that the short answer is that is exactly what is happening. And for, for that person, there was no Xanax in that pill. So what we're finding is all of these, these pills, whether it's a Xanax, an oxycodone, a, a Percocet, a Valium, all of those types of drugs – are being manufactured to look like that drug, same markings, same colors, everything, but really they're just they're nothing but fentanyl and binder. So it's the person maybe ordering an oxycodone off of Snapchat or a Vicodin, whatever the case may be, and really it's a completely illicit fentanyl pill that has nothing to do other than it looks like it. And so these people, they may you know, maybe that 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 child has taken that pill many times in the past with no side effects. No, you know, you may feel a little bit. It's just a prescription pill. But when you have and you think you can just do it again. And that one time with that one fentanyl pill, one pill kills. That's the that's the the, the storyline of the, the the campaign against this. And they it's and it's fast. It's not a prolonged death where, uh, you know, it, it take, you feel yourself going out. This is within seconds. The business of drug pushers is to get people addicted or to maintain their addiction. But now they're selling exactly. pills that that kill their customers. I, I, what, what, what is the motivation here for handing out <laughs> deadly poison? It's it's the the whole thing about new customers and greed of money. Uh, fentanyl is extremely cheap, like like a, a hundredth the cost of the regular drug in some cases, and it's extremely cheap to make. And it is so addicting that we are finding it now in every drug. So, for instance, methamphetamine. Methamphetamine is still being abused, but the chances of you dying from an overdose of methamphetamine are extremely low. The problem now is in order to addict those people more, to get it physically addicting with that narcotic, they're adding fentanyl to it. And so you don't even know. You think you're just taking your normal methamphetamine, but it's it's that fentanyl in it to make it addicting. So now you have to go back more repeatedly, and you're going back to that same dealer because they have a better drug than the other guy down the street. So they're making more clients. And they're, it's cheaper because of the, the, the cost of the fentanyl. And it's all about more clients. It's that more addiction. Because some people may, may casually take methamphetamine, may casually be a cocaine user or a heroin user or even a fentanyl user. But it is so addicting that you're no longer right. casual anymore. Well, you get man- more and more often. And the manufacturing process is just so sloppy that many of these pills are going to be uh, loaded with too much fentanyl. Yes. I, I mean, I don't want to seem simplistic, but imagine a bathtub of binder and then you dump a bag of fentanyl in it and stir it up with a stick and then make pills out of it. So the chances of you getting uh, you described earlier, the, the small amount needed to, to kill a person. Imagine there, there, it's not scientific mixing. It's just some of it's with a blender or even with a spoon, a stick. And so you never know how much fentanyl is in that pill. The, the federal government has, has estimated that 40% of the fentanyl pills that are out there contain a lethal dose. And that's astronomical. Wow, that's really dangerous. And this is all coming in from Mexico. 
it, it is completely coming in from Mexico. All the fentanyl is being made in China. It's being smuggled into Mexico or taken into Mexico. It's be, it, it used to be it was being fashioned into pills in Mexico, but now with the open border, it's just being brought over in bulk in powder. And so we're seeing the pills and the powder form, and it's just being smuggled across the border and into our streets. Sheriff Bianco, thanks for talking to us. We really appreciate it. And uh, good work with what you and the DA are doing out there in Riverside County on fentanyl. Thanks, guys. Thanks for trying to bring this out. All right. That's Sheriff Chad Bianco. They were featured in a press enterprise story about teaming up the sheriff and the district attorney to prosecute suspected drug dealers for murder in fentanyl-related deaths. More coming up, KFI AM640 live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. That was like a lesson in the crisis we're having with our open borders. A lot of attention, not enough, we think, is focused on the migrants coming into the U.S., uh, over 2 million since Biden became president. But let's not forget the drugs like fentanyl, which are follow finding also easy access into the United States from Mexico after they're produced in China and smuggled over here and... We just talked to the Riverside County Sheriff about the uh, efforts there between his office, that's Chad Bianco, and the DA, Mike Hestron, to try to prosecute these drug dealers who give people fentanyl-laced products that sometimes result in death. These are murder investigations. They're overwhelmed right now. They only have uh, four investigators and one sergeant looking at 482 fentanyl-related deaths. And that's what I was going to ask him, and I think you did ask him in the same fashion. Is it often the case where someone just thinks they're getting oxycodone mm. or Percocet or something like that? That's what happens. But it ends up being laced with fentanyl, and there's enough to kill him. That's what happened to uh, our friend's kid, and I, and I know this kid. And he... Uh, he know, survived, though, thankfully. He survived, but he was... He, he got... He was in bad shape. He had to be hospitalized. Don't be buying your drugs on social media. That's also what happened to this poor uh, girl. We talked to her father, 20-year-old Alexandra Capaluto. She uh, was at Arizona State, came home for the holidays, uh, wanted to take something to help relax her. She got some oxycodone over social media. It was Snapchat. Yeah. And instead, she got, oh, she actually got a pure fentanyl pill called an M30, and she did die. Yeah. Well, if all you need are two grains to die, and two grains, I'm sorry, two milligrams is the equal to 15 grains of salt. Now, that's that's a little speck that you might right. sprinkle on your French fries, right? 15 grains. Count that out, and you can see how little will kill you. Now, the way uh, Sheriff Bianco described it was fascinating. He explained how this works. What, what, what you have is a, a big tub filled with the powdered uh, fentanyl. And, well, actually, I actually have a big tub filled with the powdered uh, meth, let's say, or the Xanax, or whatever drug you're looking for. I mean, kids take Adderall, they take Molly, they take LSD, they take uh, ecstasy, right? These are all the, the, the college drugs, high school drugs that kids take to change their moods. Right. Or sometimes to focus to do homework with the Adderall. Well, they have these, uh, they have these machines to press the powder into capsules or tablets. And they make the tablets colored so they look even more appealing. And what they do is you have the tub of powder representing the drug, let's say it's meth, and then you throw in some fentanyl. It's not measured out scientifically. It's just dumped in, and then they mix everything up. 
So some pills may have little or no fentanyl. Other pills might have a lot of fentanyl. Yeah, it's just kind of a random... Yeah, because th- this is done in people's kitchens, in trailers. These are, are immigrants who work for the drug cartel in Mexico who are mixing it here in America and then selling the pills. I mean, I mean, the, 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 in Hollywood, right? Yeah, Hollywood, the, right. The park, couple next, of teams. the park next door to the, to the school. A 15-year-old boy has been charged with manslaughter for the overdose of a 15-year-old girl named Melanie Ramos in a Hollywood high school restroom. That's a story that just happened a few weeks ago. So it, it's, it's not the normal pot smoking that, that used to go on. And, and, and kids are, a lot of them are stressed out. I mean, college kids are stressed out over all sorts of things. And, you know, they are taking Xanax a lot. They do take Adderall a lot to try to uh, go into overdrive to study and get their work done. It's, it, it's very common. I've been aware of this, you know, for a, a number of years now. That, that, it, it, that you, you go into a library at a high school or a college, it's, it's like a drug emporium. You know what table to go to and get what kind of pill. But nobody knows what the origination of these pills are. Now, in that Hollywood death, it's interesting to note that that's George Gascon's office, but it's only a manslaughter case. The office had previously taken the position that increased penalties for drug offenses do not save lives. You see, this is this is just oh, like the, just like the public safety committee people in Sacramento. It's the same philosophy. And well, wait, one of their spokesholes, oh, they put out a statement. We don't know if this is the first involuntary manslaughter case involving fentanyl or not, but it's not the first where a charge arises from a death caused by an overdose. It, the filing does not reflect any new policy. The case was evaluated like any other against the elements of involuntary manslaughter. Bah, bah, bah. You see the way they're hedging there to say oh, they, they, we're not going to be we're not going to be harsh against fentanyl deaths. So we're just we just found that this fits the description of so, a manslaughter. So they're happy. They're, they're content. With tens of thousands of fentanyl deaths. It Absolutely. Doesn't, you have law enforcement officers and investigators saying, we're cool with this. We don't care. That's what it is. You know, they can use all the fancy jargon and verbiage. But what they're saying is, don't bother us. We don't care. We don't, we don't, we don't want to put anybody in prison for anything. Go back to that statistic from Families Against Fentanyl. 79,000 people died from fentanyl between the ages of 18 and 45. From 2020 to 2021, 79,000. And you have, you have uh, George Gascon's office saying, we don't care. Go die. What do you want yeah. us to do? We'll review the case. And if it fits what we already do in case of manslaughter prosecutions, then we'll prosecute. But nothing special here. So, Chad, no adjustment. Chad Bianco in Riverside says, well, we're going to do everything we can at least to put these guys in prison. Yeah, so they're not selling this to the next poor person. Right. And and, and it's not going to stop the overall flow very much, but at least these people will be taken out of the system. Well, that's the difference. I mean, do you, you, you want to live in Chad Bianco's world or you want to live in George Gascon's world? And it's it's your kids. It's, it's, it's good kids. It's the story kids. ends with a real nice piece of justice. They were going with a case against Justin Lee Cal. 31-year-old was arrested in February in connection with the August 2021 fatal fentanyl overdose of a guy by the name of Ernie Gutierrez. He was held on a million dollars bail, but he died in custody, caused the death of fentanyl overdose. There's poetic justice for you. The, uh, so they won't be prosecuting him for murder. He's dead. 
there's somebody published a graph. Well, it's Families Against Fentanyl. They published a graph. And up until about 2013, the number of deaths from fentanyl every year was less than 5,000. In fact, 2,000, it was zero. This almost didn't exist in, in 20 years ago. And then as little as uh, 10 years ago, it was less than 5,000. Then the graph line literally by the end of the graph goes straight up in the air. That, that's how fast fentanyl deaths are rising. And it's all coming in over Joe Biden's Mexican border. All right, more coming up. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640 Live, everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. It disappeared quick. That was, uh, <laughs> it's like five notes. <laughs> Just name that tune. Uh, we don't have money for the band anymore. They're getting uh, on the... me with the podcasts. How come I listen to Gary and Shannon? I hear music play for like a half a minute or longer on their show. That's a get it. very good question. Yep, I hear it all the time. They sit there, because I've tuned in and I don't hear them speak. It's like, oh, they become DJs. They're just playing songs now. So, yeah, you go you Is go that over that the out. air live or is it on the podcast? It's over the air live. Oh, that's why. We can't have it on the podcast. I, it, it makes it hard to edit for the podcast. It's all the whole behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh, so their guy likes to edit more than you. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That explains the difference. Okay. No, I don't, I don't listen to the podcast, so... That was live over It's the also air. a good way to waste a couple of minutes every hour by just exp- extending the music. That's two minutes less of work you have to do. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's this, what's this song? <laughs> uh, the Moist Line is coming back Friday. Leave a message, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. You can also use the iHeartRadio app and the microphone icon. We're going to talk to a woman next hour whose husband was beaten by a homeless man. That homeless man had an encampment uh, just sort of below. They have a view down an embankment from their house in Studio City. And the husband said, you can't stay here. And that's all it took for him to get attacked. Serious injuries. With a metal pole. A metal pole. She says, the wife said, the guy tried to drive a huge metal pole through his back. Oh. Sick. (laughs) Every day. Every Every day. day. And nothing's done. Right. And on the flip done. side, we'll give you another homeless story next hour where a homeless person died. And uh, something that wouldn't have happened 20 years ago is probably more common now, uh, the reason this person died. Uh, coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, the voter guide is up at KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken page. Probably next week, you will get your mail-in ballot. If that's how you're going to vote, you'll be anxious to do that maybe. Or as John said, you should wait. And if you're going to mail it in, don't mail it into the day before the election or the day of just to see if anything changes. But some people, John, are not going to pay attention to that. They're, they're well, just anxious. people should pay attention to me and what I'm saying here. <laughs> Wait until election day to vote. Wait and see what happens. Listen. Yeah, f- listen fewer to the and candidates. fewer people are doing that. Well, it's it's yes. And we're because now they have that early in-person voting. and A lot of people do that, too, now. And we're getting worse and worse results, aren't we? <laughs> These changes aren't good. I mean, the, the, the ballot harvesting day is uh, is going to be next week, isn't it? The beginning of the ballot harvesting. Oh, the beginning, yes. Oh, that's yes. that's been. But they're ho- good at grabbing the ballots right there near the end. But that that's that's what's really horrible about the laws in California is the ballot harvesting. It's it's legalized corruption, and it's gonna it's gonna promote even more progressive left wing lunatics. Uh, one thing we're adding to the voter guide, because uh, it was another oversight, is for L.A. County voters only, Measure A. 
Measure A will give the Board of Supervisors the power to remove the sheriff from office. No. This is, you got it right. No. You didn't even have to come to the committee meeting for no, that input. I, I did. Hey, by the way, I, I not that I trust any of the LA Times polling, but you saw today that the two uh, gambling propositions uh, are Oh, going, they're dead. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Both the tribal one and I was, the, I was there's going to be no sports betting. Was, Either in the casinos or uh, uh, with your phone. I was really, I was really surprised. <laughs> I say boo too. What? Uh, I, don't, I don't understand. What's the it's objection? Like, like 27%. Do they even understand that it's it's about online gambling, which is going on all over the place and everywhere else? Uh, there's a lot of states that already allow it, right? I don't get it. California, which allows uh, which allows murder. I, I, why would you be against <laughs> online gambling? I think people are just sick of it. Because it's, they spent so much money on the commercials too early. Well, that's, a, that's a dumb reason to, to be sick. So stop watching television commercials. No, I agree, but yeah, that's just hey. what I think it is. Oh, you might be right. They 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 mentioned that in the story too, in the Times that that people have had a bad reaction to the ads. Like, yeah. what, are you going by TV ads? TV ads are filled with lies. What? But the way people vote in this state, don't you think it's also the nanny thing? We don't want people to get gambling addictions. They, but they've making it easier to 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 gamble with your phone. Yes, no. I, I'd accept that if they hadn't legalized everything else. <laughs> yeah, but they draw the line at gambling. They draw, draw the line. You at use gambling. all the drugs you want. Camp out anywhere you want. <laughs> I mean, but we're not going to let you spend your money on voting or rather gambling you, on a that's team. Right. You go to San Francisco and they have these open air drug bazaars that that uh, service thousands, thousands of heroin addicts are getting shots and they're getting uh, Narcan if they overdose. I mean, they they get free needles. That's okay. But somebody gambling on a football game on a Sunday, oh, we can't have that. Yeah, we're a yes on Prop 27. That's the one that allows the out-of-state gambling companies to dominate in California and take your money. It's, you want to be a sucker and bet on something? Why, why do you have the freedom to do that? Sure. Yeah. So Conway does every day? Right. Ray? Ray? Imagine how out of control they could be if they, uh, if they get, uh, you know, online gambling. I know. Every device. Ray probably, uh, if that goes down, Ray will have dodged a. And they a always show children huddled around like the tablet or the phone, like oh, the kids are going to now gamble away all their do parents' money. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's the pictures I've seen in some ads. No, uh, but but in do action, do a lot of like young kids gamble? I don't know. I don't know. They have this in a number of other states, and I have not seen mm. any negative stories. But I'm not aware of any problems, or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like we were the first with the whole medical marijuana thing and then the marijuana sure. possession thing. or Well, Colorado was, but but we followed right along, but not gambling. No. Oh, no. That's 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 where we draw the line. We've got 70,000 drug addicts living in the streets in L.A. County. No, nobody objects. It's up to 30 states legalized, including D.C. 30 states legalized. But, wow, that's weird. Yeah. Straight. I thought we were always in the forefront of... Uh, yeah, well, that, that's another poll I don't believe, but we'll see. Sounds like Eric's anxious to spend his money on online gambling. Oh, he is. Raise his idol. Oh, is that right? <laughs> he wants to be rain 20 years. Yeah. They compare uh, gambling uh, props. We definitely talk about betting lines here in the studio. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got more coming up again after 4 o'clock. We're going to talk uh, to a woman whose husband, they live in Studio City, uh, was badly injured. He confronted homeless men who were living behind his home, and one of them attacked him viciously. Uh, we will talk to her. We'll get an update on his health and find out, because uh, they are going public, because they want this 
to be known by everybody. Attempted murder. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up after uh, 4 o'clock, we're going to talk to a woman whose husband was uh, beaten by a homeless man after uh, the husband went out and told the homeless man the encampment was right there near the house. You, you can't stay here. That's the state of life today in L.A. This happened in Studio City. She will be our guest right after the news at 4 o'clock. In the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to talk once again to an attorney who's representing the family of an LAPD officer who died during a training exercise. This has become a really weird story. You may have heard about this. Uh, They say it was a tragic accident. That's LAPD. It happened at the academy. But that's not what the family believes. And they believe that he was uh, dropped on his head and he died of uh, head injuries. And now the latest twist is they may have come up with a motive as to why he that that was done to him. That's their allegation. So we'll talk to the attorney once again. In the, this is Houston Tipping, the name of the LAPD officer who died in the training exercise. And we'll talk to his attorney in the 5 o'clock hour. Earlier this hour, we were talking about the dangers of fentanyl, the rising number of overdose cases and deaths that go with that because it is a cheap ingredient for the drug makers and drug dealers to put in products that people think they're getting oxycodone or Percocet, and instead it's laced with some degree of fentanyl, and sometimes it kills people. In Sacramento, they don't seem to care. There have been several bills to try to prosecute these fentanyl dealers. I think the comparison was like drunk drivers. Maybe the first time you do this, we can write it off as, quote, an accident. But the second time, third time this happens, we're coming after you for murder. And uh, they rejected, the Public Safety Committee in Sacramento rejected those bills. Uh, We have another story uh, dealing with another problem for young people, and that's energy drinks. I had no idea. Apparently, there's some companies now that are marketing video game supplements to American children so that they can stay awake and alert and continue to play the video games that they mm. love without getting tired and weak mm. and... Yeah. Something called G Fuel. You can apparently buy it in powder form and just add water. And just one scoop contains more than double the amount of caffeine in a 12-ounce can of Red Bull. And I have never touched Red Bull for just that reason. I... I've heard that there's a lot of well, caffeine the, all in there. these all these products are the same uh, same idea. It's just how much caffeine did you put in each product? Like uh, G Fuel's 300 milligrams per can, Red Bull 77 milligrams. So that's more than three times the punch. Yeah, and and some of the kids are ending up with insomnia, headaches at school. Obviously, if they're staying up all night to play video games because they're fueled by these drinks, they're not going to be worth much the next day. You, well, I, 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 I know somebody's kid who does that. He's up all night. Is once, that right? What's the second time this hour you know somebody's kid involved well, in... Because this is what's going on in the world. First the fentanyl story and now yeah. the energy drink. Because yeah, uh, all this stuff is real. It's not just cherry-picking uh, scary headlines. This, yeah. this, this is really what's going on. And to give you, like... Context here, uh, a can of Coke, like a 12-ounce can, it's 34 milligrams. G Fuel, 300 milligrams. It's it's almost 10, <laughs> 10 times, times a can of Coke. 
How does your heart not burst? Well, I, there have been cases where people have had... Uh, like, yeah, I have a friend that can't touch caffeine drinks anymore because they had her heart going too fast. Yeah. No, you can, you can, you can I think, go into arrhythmia from excessive, yeah. uh, an excessive heartbeat. Sales of G Fuel have more than doubled since 2019, and a third of the customers are under the age of 24. There have been a few kids, I, I think in Asia, who have died playing video games because they went, like, I don't know, four or five days without sleep or eating. Yeah. And they died right on the keyboard in front of the screen. But they weren't taking any of these supplements? Well, maybe I, they I were, don't know. Right? Maybe they were. But, yeah. I, I mean, that, that's, how, that's how addictive it is for the chemicals in your brain to play these games. Yeah. Uh, this expert, no, it's a doctor from uh, UC San Diego. He compared products like G Fuel to vaping highlighting that they're both colorfully marketed and come in a seemingly never-ending amount of fruity and sweet flavors, and both contain highly uh, caffeine is addictive. We found that out with John years ago when he tried to give up Coca-Cola. Oh, that was bad. And that doesn't contain anywhere near the amount of caffeine as these drinks. Now, you were on the, uh, the floor of the studio writhing in pain. Oh, you should have seen me at home writhing on my kitchen floor. And you only gave it up for, what, a week? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I forget which day that the uh, withdrawal kicked in. Might have been after uh, two days or so. Yeah, but this is different than when you gave up that, food to get Gil Garcetti to prosecute to the Menendez brothers, right? That was food? No, I think it was the same thing. Well, because, I thought you went on a hunger strike, and they, some guy came well, and gave went, you some sort of supplement. The, 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 just... the green drink, remember? Yes, the green drink. we went right. over to uh, Cassell's, the burger Yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't know caffeine right. was also. Well, because I did a complete fast, except for oh. the green drink. And I didn't realize, well, I was drinking six Cokes a day. And I, I, I inadvertently went into caffeine withdrawal. Not, and I didn't know what was going on, but that's what it was. Oh. Yeah, so that's when I was on the floor. He, dry heaves. just terrible. Studies have found a sharp decrease in sleep time among teens and adolescents in recent years. Um, and I know you probably know locally they've uh, pushed back the starting time for like high school in some school districts because of the same thing. They, they think kids stay up later and to try to get up and be at school at 730 is just too early. It's like they pushed it to like 830. Caffeine keeps a person awake throughout the day by binding with receptors in the brain and blocking the production of a chemical produced after a person expends energy. This prevents the brain from flagging and keeps it sharp and alert, which can be favorable for people playing video games that require quick reaction speed. But uh, yeah. if I, you keep doing this, yeah, it's going to catch up to you. Now, here's, here's the thing that happened three years ago in Thailand. 17-year-old kid uh, was uh, found dead by his dad in front of his computer. Died from a stroke. He spent several days playing uh, multiple games uninterrupted. And uh, the desk was littered with food containers. And uh, dad went in there and he was, uh, he was gone. Oh. Died uh, from a gaming addiction. All right, coming up next, our guest will be a Studio City woman named Cecilia her husband's in pretty bad shape, recovering from serious injuries. He was attacked during a confrontation with two homeless men who had apparently set up an encampment just beneath their home in the hills of Studio City. She'll tell us the whole story next because she wants to speak out about this.
Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 Live, everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.